Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. Today, I want to start out by, again, just saying how incredibly grateful I am for you, my listeners. If you had told me three months ago, just three months ago, that I would be doing a podcast on a regular basis and people would be tuning in to listen and I'd actually have something worth saying, I would have laughed at you because I just never really thought that this was a a format that was going to be good for me. And yet here I am three months later, I just started a couple months ago, and you, the listener, have shown up every single time. You have sent in feedback and requests and just all sorts of encouragement and I and it's come in so many forms and I just want to say thank you. I am excited and honored to have the opportunity to show up on this particular microphone, which is a crappy microphone still, by the way. I do plan to replace it sometime soon. Um, But I have the ability to show up on this microphone and just tell you what's going on in my gut and you keep showing up to listen. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Today I want to talk about unexpected money. What? Unexpected money? Where does that come from? (laughs) Well, uh, what I basically mean by that is money that happens to come into your lap that you didn't think was coming. Now, I know you must be thinking, well, if I had unexpected money, I probably wouldn't have money problems, but I'm willing to bet that's not entirely true. You see, one of my beliefs is that a solid financial plan is not just the ability to tell your money where to go, the money that you have coming in, the money that you know about already, but it's the idea of having a plan for the money that you don't yet have in your possession. It's being willing to dream big enough and plan outward enough to say, if I receive five extra dollars, I want to put it towards this. If I receive 500 extra dollars, these are the areas that I want to put that money. If I inherit $5,000 or $50,000, this is where I want to be able to put that money. Now, this is different than planning on that money. We don't want to create a plan where we just kind of hope that we somehow come into $50,000 and base our plan on that. But we do want to have some sort of outline in place that says, in the event that I receive an extra $50, $500, $500,000, then I know the things that I want to be able to do with that money. I had a former client approach me one day and say, hey, you know, I actually think I'm going to be coming into some money over the next few months, and it's, it's a large chunk of money, and I'm just wondering, how do you think that I should allocate that money? And my question back to her was, if you were going to make $500,000 over the next five years, what would you want to do with that money? I think sometimes we get tripped up on the idea that money that was unexpected is free money. And because it becomes free money, somehow it loses its its intrinsic value for us. And so we tend to blow that money instead of doing the things that we would do with it if we had worked our asses off to make that money. Is that making sense? Today's April 10th, so we're really close to the April 17th deadline for taxes this year. So I'm going to use your tax refund as a perfect example of how this tends to play out for people. But before I do that, let me just clarify that this episode is not one about the pros and cons of receiving a large refund at the end of each year, okay? We will get into that maybe in a different episode, but I'm just using this as an example. So let's just assume that for whatever reason, good, bad, or otherwise, you receive a refund at the end of your year. What do you do with it? 
Well, that answer is probably going to be different for just about everybody, right? Because everybody listening to this podcast has a different life scenario. And there are probably some major gurus out there who will tell you, you absolutely need to put it all towards your debt if you have a debt, or you absolutely need to put it all towards your savings if you don't have enough savings. And those are not bad ideas. In fact, I'll tell you how I did that myself a few years ago. But I don't like the one size fits all answers. And so my response to you is, I want you to do what it is that you've planned to do with it. But The caveat there is you have to have had a plan on what to do with it. And oftentimes people don't have that plan and so they end up blowing it. So let's just say that you get a $5,000 tax refund, okay? Now let's say for just the purposes of this example that you have you know, $20,000 in debt, you have about $1,000 in your savings account, you haven't been on vacation for two and a half years, you would really love a large screen television, and there's a specific charity that you've been really wanting to give to for the last year and a half. Unfortunately, I don't take notes when I talk, so I'm not sure exactly what numbers I just gave you and what they all add up to, but I'm pretty sure that they all add up to way more than $5,000. So we can assume for this example that your refund would not cover all of the things that you want to have happen, right? So what do you do with it? Well, if you had sat down with a with a mentor and had a plan in place that said, okay, this is my regular budget and these are the things that I need to cover. And if I receive an extra $10, this is what I wanna put that $10 towards. If I receive an extra $25, this is what I wanna put it towards. And so on and so forth until you get to 5,000 or 50,000 like we talked about before. So what happens then is when you receive this $50,000, I'm sorry, (laughs) when you receive this $5,000 refund with your taxes, if you had had a system in place, you could go and say, okay, so I had said that if I received any unexpected money, I would want to put the first $2,000 towards debt. Okay, so that leaves $3,000 left. I'd want to donate to this charity that I've been wanting to donate for a while, and I want to donate about $1,000 to that. Okay. So you put $1,000 towards that. And then I have wanted a television for a really long time. And I knew that it was going to be $500 that I'm willing to spend on that television. Okay. Well, what happens oftentimes is that you get this $5,000, right? If you don't have that plan and you say, woohoo, I've got $5,000 I wasn't expecting. And so you might start to go through some of the things like I'm going to put some of this towards debt. I'm going to put some of this towards that charity, but I have way more than $500 left over for a TV. I might as well get the better TV for $2,500. And that's the mentality that we sometimes will go through. Now, here's the thing, guys. I'm not suggesting that you don't get a TV. That's not my place to suggest. That's your place to decide what you're going to spend your money on. But I do want to just turn you on to the idea of there's something that happens in your brain when you get money that is not expected. Somehow you treat that money differently than the money that you worked your tail off to get. But what if... What if you started looking at that unexpected money as $5,000 that you no longer have to work your tail off to get? Or the reality is you probably did work your tail off to get it and you just lent it to the government for a little while to play around with the interest-free and now you're getting it back. But we don't look at it that way because it's not coming as, as a steady paycheck, right? So whether it's your tax refund or an inheritance that you receive or a birthday gift, the point is 
if you start thinking about it as this is money that I can do what I want to do with it and I don't have to work extra hard to get this extra money, now you start to actually make that money do what you want it to do rather than just, you know, have it disappear in the wind. I remember this happening a few years ago. I technically self-file, but my dad, he is an accountant and he helps me look over the stuff and, you know, kind of says, yes, you missed this or, you know, this one works. And so he sees our numbers. And one year he said, you know, I noticed you're getting about $5,000 back and I, you know, what are you going to do to celebrate? And I'm like, I'm going to just make one giant payment towards our debt. And he just looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> He's like, well, that's not really any fun. And and I said, no, but I'm going to get a bigger sense of satisfaction from that than I would by, you know, just you know, blowing it all on something that I really don't want anyway. Because in our plan, we knew that we were going to just do everything we could for a while to get rid of that burden that we call debt, right? And if we had $5,000 coming to us and that was something that was going to reduce the amount of time that it took us to get out of the mess we were in, then by God, I was going to put it towards that debt. But that doesn't have to be what you do. I just want to make sure you hear that. If your plan is to get out of debt and that $5,000 can help you do that faster, man, just throw it to it if that's what you want to do. I think the easiest way to say this is that whatever unexpected money you get should accelerate your plan, not change it. Bonus money, tax refund money, inheritance money, even birthday money, whatever that thing is that was unexpected income, if you have a plan in place, that extra money should accelerate your plan, not derail you. That, my friends, is how you will know that you are being proactive with your money habits, not reactive. Receiving a large lump sum of money and going out and just blowing it on buying around for everybody in the bar, that's being reactive with your money. Going on a super lavish vacation, that's being reactive with your money. Unless, again, of course, if you had worked in a lavish vacation to your plan. Do you see how this is all coming together? Sometimes it's really hard for me to talk about numbers when I don't have like an actual whiteboard in front of me and I can't actually show you numbers. But if you get nothing else out of this episode, I just want you to get that one more thing, okay? And I'm going to repeat it just because I might have confused the hell out of you already and I just want to repeat this one thing. If you have a plan in place and you're being proactive, then any unexpected money will accelerate that plan, not derail you. Having said all of this, I admittedly need to sit down with my husband and we need to redo our plan. The plan that we have is kind of outdated and it's not one that is super reflective of what's going on in our lives right this minute. And so I'm actually coming to the table saying, I need to take a taste of my own medicine. I need to sit down and we need to write this plan out and know that any unexpected money will help accelerate our plan rather than derail us from it. So that's what I have for you today. I appreciate you tuning in each day and I just want you to stay tuned because there's some really neat stuff coming down the pike. I have some programs we're going to be putting into place and just some other ways to just apply all of this stuff that you hear on a regular basis from this podcast to your actual situation. Real numbers, real life, real results. That's what we're going to be looking forward to. So stick with me and thank you, thank you again for listening each and every day. And I will be in touch with you sooner rather than later. As always, thank you for listening. Bye-bye.